JoeBerdigan.com. This On the Record segment is brought to you by the Berg Speedway in Luxembourg, Wisconsin. And when we left off at the end of Part 2, uh, Mike Randerson, Circle of Fame inductee, uh, longtime uh, contributor in many ways as a car builder, uh, car owner, was telling us a story about Jerry Medina Smith and how in his first and only um, USAC stock car event in, in Ohio, he kind of got... Uh, kind of got screwed if you want to say it that because he was not a USAC regular you think think that was a big part of it there was a lot of politics Joe sure politics I never dreamt of you know the the manufacturer's trophy was a big deal back then so Ford and Dodge even Dodge and Plymouth right oh yeah it was bad blood between those guys oh geez I mean there was stuff going on there we never dreamt about in our short track experience you know so So that was so the USAC that deal at Queen City Speedway was an eye-opener, to say the least, right, for both the U.N. Medina? It sure was. It sure was. Um, you know, we thought there was politics in the short track racing we were doing, and so we thought by going to USAC, we would escape all of it. Only, pale in comparison. Yeah, only to find out exactly, Joe. It paled in comparison oh, wow. to what was going on there. So did you guys lick your wounds and come home, and, and, and then what was your next move? Well... You know, we continued to run the, the USAC circuits, just choice races right. throughout the season. Um, as an aside, when we picked up the when we picked up the car from Norm Nelson, he told me, "Now, Mike, don't you run anything in this engine except um, pure Firebird, or no, Union 76 racing gasoline. That's you know, that's what it's jetted for. That's the timing." That, Right. Got to run that. Sure. Well, wouldn't you know? We didn't have enough gas. We went to Indianapolis uh, Fairgrounds, one mile dirt. Sure. And we burned a piston. Ouch. So uh, we come back home, and of course it scored the block. So I had to, I had to do the engine then. Sure. So we got a new block from Nichols Engineering in Highland, Indiana. They were the counterpart to Hallman and Moody. Oh, sure. Purpose. Okay. That's where you had to get your high perf parts from. So anyway, we put the engine back together, and we came out here, 4th of July. 19, WIR, yep. 1969, and Jerry promptly whipped the boys into Firecracker 150. We won that. There's some great pictures floating around uh, uh, the internet of that of that victory. That was that was quite the day for you guys, wasn't yes, it? Yes, it was. It, that, was it, that was by far the biggest victory we had had sure. up until that time, because there was a deep field here, even though... Who are some of the names that he beat well, that day? Gene Marmer was here. You know, I, I guess, Joe, you kind of caught me off guard, but, you know, the, like Trickle was here. Oh, yeah. Um, Marzovka, um, you know, the Central Wisconsin guys. Sure. Uh, Dave Marcus, maybe. I don't know. Uh, We'd have to look at the results. Yeah, I don't They're know. floating around. He raced here for a time before he went down south. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, anyway... Um, as the season wore on, we had some more engine trouble and stuff, and we finished the 69 season in the red really, really bad. Right. And I really felt U.S. Oil stayed with us all the way through. Sure. I just felt like we didn't, I didn't treat them right, you know, because I basically went in with rose-colored glasses when I sold them on the deal to begin with. Right. So, uh... What I did is I sold the 67 Plymouth to Cliff Whiteman. Okay. And George Beeson ended up in the car. They put a Super B body on that car. Oh, sure. And raced. And I took 
Cliff had a car that Clyde Schumacher had driven. Back to smiling Clyde. Yeah. Yep. A 67 Ford Galaxy that was built by Terry Besaw. Oh, sure. Yeah. And they had a lot of good Hallman and Moody parts on it. Right. So what I did is I took that car in trade, and then I bought a wrecked 1970 Torino, and then I bought a new front clip and roll cage kit from Hallman and Moody, and I built a brand new, quote unquote brand new, right. 1974 Torino uh, to square the deal with Schmidt Oil. Sure. Right. Because I just didn't feel right about it. Right. You know, you know Joe, I'll tell you something. It, it always pays to do the right thing. Of course. This, this is proof positive. The people I met um, as a result of basically putting the car together in the USAC days and right. what have you. And uh, it, it just helped propel me to the next notch yes next rung in the ladder maybe that's the word i should use oh yeah Yeah. but now the late model explosion in northeastern wisconsin (laughs) that was still on the horizon yet the next season i believe right yes it was so um in 1971 i did not race i helped jerry smith he had a he had a chevelle right i helped him some but we built our home in 1971 right and then for the 72 season uh, we built a Camaro, a 1971 Camaro, and uh, we raced that with limited success. And um, at the end of that season, I uh, I was basically broke. Right. And uh, I owed Al Pate from Janelle Tires some right. tire money. And I went to Al, I said, Al, I can't pay until I get my taxes back. He said, Mike, don't worry about it. We'll right. So anyway, uh, the car stood there, and in the meantime, I lost my brother. Right. Uh, so anyway, uh, I'm kind of, I think, getting a little bit ahead of myself here. So. It's all good. This is yeah. all good stuff. No, <laughs> we're good. So anyway, uh, after after uh, I got over my brother, I had to help. He left behind six kids. Uh, age from 16 down to two years old. Wow. Poor wife. Uh, so there was a lot of loose ends to pick up. And oh sure. Stuff like that. I can I can only imagine. Yeah. So anyway, um, finally I get the car back in the garage. This is what year now? This is 1974. Okay. Yeah. And uh, Roger Regan had been watching that the car bear sitting in the yard like literally stalking driving yeah. by and watching it he did he did and so i got the car in the garage and i didn't have it in the garage i you know there was some things wrong with the car the way i had done some things right this and was I, a when it when it was when jerry smith ran it it was a red number 70 right yep yep and Roger Regeth at the time was driving for Gene Wheeler, correct? That, that is correct, yes. Okay. In fact, he started the season out with Gene Wheeler. And uh, this is like in June by the time I got the car in the garage. Right. And Roger come over and, you know, I told him my situation. He said, well, what if I could find somebody to buy the car and pay you to fix it. Right. And then give you a percentage to manage the 
car and bring it to the track and crew it and what have you. And enter Jerry Sheriff into the picture, right? Jerry Sheriff, yeah. Yep. And uh, so we teamed up and we, we came out in, in sometime in July of 1974 at Shano Speedway. Um, with a single axle trailer? Yep. Towed it up there with a single axle trailer. It swayed so bad I couldn't go over 45 miles an hour. I thought I was going to lose the whole shooting match. No, but let's just put it in perspective. By this time, the late model explosion on the, the, the three-track circuit at De Pierre Seymour and Shondel had pretty much exploded. Uh, I mean, the crowds were huge. The car counts were, were huge. You got a lot of Milwaukee drivers coming up. And you got the bear, Roger Rigeth, who had pretty much kind of parted ways with Gene Wheeler. And now it's kind of teaming up with you and Jerry Sheriff. Yeah. And so we get up to Shano and we're late. Time trials are over, but Roger had pleaded his case with the powers that be there at the Speedway. And they said, okay, we'll give you a couple warm-up laps and I think maybe two qualifying laps. But by this time, the track was gone. Right. Yep. And I'll be going to heck if he didn't get quick time. Right out of the box, right. showing up late too. Right out of the box, never sat in the car in his life. Wow. So, and that car was strong. Oh, sure. This was the Les Stump Ford car, correct? Yeah. Yep. The Les Stump Ford Chevy, which that in itself was a conversation piece, right? Yes, it was. Yes, it was. So this is in 1974. Mike, let's take a break. Uh, this is where Mike Randerson hooks up with the Bear Roger Regeth, and things really take off. The next segment, we'll talk about the success that that Les Stumford Chevy had uh, between Mike, Roger, and Gino Weber on the crew. So stay tuned.